Good morning. In Pasha's Bracious, when Hashem creates a woman, the Natsiv tells us something interesting. The Posuk says Hashem made her Ezer Kenegdoi as a helper against him. Which is very interesting. That his wife is going to be a helper, but a helper against him. How do you be a helper against someone? Explains the Natsiv. If you look over there, this is a concept that many others bring down. And that is that your wife is going to act as your mirror. She is going to touch points in you. She's going to irritate and, and ruffle feathers in you in exactly the points that you need to fix. In other words, she is going to be your map as to where you have to work on in yourself. And therefore, if a person gets sensitive and upset with his wife in a certain area, or certain things that she says, certain things that she does, that's because you need tikkun amidus, you need to correct yourself. Gemorim Brochus tells us about a chosid who had a fight with his wife, and then he went to sleep in the graveyard. Says Rabbi Yisrael Salanter, Rosh Hazarek Rubens in Zichon brings down, why did he go and sleep in a graveyard? Because he realized if he had this fight with his wife, he needs a wake-up call. He needs to go to the graveyard. He needs to shake himself up over here. And you should know that it's not her, it's you. If you would be and you would fix yourself. You wouldn't have that. It's an unbelievable thing. This mirror concept is not just a mirror concept one's wife, it also can affect you from your children as well. Your children are going to touch points in you that are going to be very, very difficult to manage and to cope with. They're going to challenge you because your ego needs to be worked on. Your wife is going to push you on things because you're lazy, whatever else it is. Now, this sounds very daunting and very difficult. But we have to know that HaKadosh Baruch Hu loves you. Otherwise, HaKadosh Baruch Hu didn't have to create the world. The Sefer HaChinuch points us to Parshas Ekev. Parshas Ekev, it says, What does Hashem ask of him? To fear him, to serve him. Why? Two beautiful words, For your good. Hashem did not create the world because he needs people to honor him, to give him kavoy, to sing to him, to praise him. No! He created the world because he had no one to give to, so to speak. And therefore he created the world, gave us the means of acquiring the greatest pleasure possible, an instructor manual to get there, known as the Torah. And he paved the way, the pathway to get there with all the beauty of this world and the pleasures of this world. But it's all because he wants to give to us. And yes, we have to rise and serve him and we have to honor him. But that's not for him, it's for us. It's purely for us. So if HaKadosh Baruch Hu created us and he gave us this wife, that means that we have the ability to be successful with her and she is exactly what we need. It's an incredible idea if we stop and think about it. You won't be able to hear this when you're in the moment of frustration, difficulty. But it's something to go over and to go back over. Read that posuk. Azer Kenegda. She's helping you. But she's helping you being against. Rabbi Ariel Levine, Zechat Sadik Livrocha, Rav Melech Biederman Shlitta brings down. 
that when he went into his yichud room with his wife, he said, you know, it's the custom to give your wife a present in the yichud room, but I'm poor. I can't give you anything. But I'll tell you what I can give you. I'll give you that I will be mavater to you. Can you imagine such a thing? Tell you an interesting story. One of the great Hasidic Rebbe's got married. And the night after his wedding, the morning after his wedding, excuse me, he went to his father, one of the Gudoyle Hasidus. And he said to the, he said to his father, Rebbe, said, Tati, she's, she's a Meshuggan. Mama, she's a Zerlosh. She's a Meshuggan and she's crazy. His father looked at him and said, that is your Shidduch. And what's the concept? You, you need that. You're struggling with her. You think she's mad, sugar, crazy. How am I going to manage? That's what you need. When he was the Mashkiach in Ponevish, and um, um, I think it was in Ponevish, or it was at the Mir in the time, and Roshloma Brev went to learn there, and he was with a roommate who was so difficult. He went and complained he wanted to move. Rabchatzkel told him off for that. It's amazing. He said, you people think that this world is Olam It's not. This is the time of work. You've got to work on yourself. This does not mean that life is going to be constantly difficult. No. It's going to be so rewarding. But your whole perspective and angle changes when you see the hand of HaKadosh Baruch in this person with you who Hashem has endowed you with. This person that Hashem has blessed you with. When you see that, it's a different world. One of the great poiskim of the generation made a comment and said, you know, after three months of marriage, many of the boys believe that they made a mistake. Right? Now, it's interesting, because a lot of boys, when they get engaged, the Yetzirah fights hard to try and break the Shidduch, which itself is a very big shale if you're ever allowed to break a Shidduch. But um, particularly when a person gets married and now he's in it and this happens and that happens, he feels I've really made a mistake. What have I done? I've messed up my life. No. HaKadosh Baruch has put you in this situation and he wants you to grow from it. Now, this doesn't mean that a person in a situation of abuse does not have the right to get out. That's very different. But in most cases, it's not abuse. In most cases, it's midois. Most cases, it's frustration, unrealistic expectations, outside issues that affect, like parnosa, um, health, children in particular, bring out a lot of the, a lot of the issues that a person carries and the baggage with him. But we've got to realize one thing, and that is, the person who you are with is exactly right for you. As a rov in a kahila. I can tell you that I've met many people that are so full of regret because what did they do? They divorced their wife of their youth. They divorced them. Why? Because of they were doing this wrong, that wrong, and they thought they could get it better. And you know what happened? They didn't get it better. Some never got married again and were stuck, old, sick, and all alone. Others, what happened was they did get married. And it was a bigger disaster than the first. And they regret and they wish they could go back. I've seen this so many times, both from the men's side and the woman's side. 
And you have to know that this concept of just the grass being greener and sailing off into the sunset is something that the goyim have influenced us with. It's got nothing to do with the Yiddish perspective. Yiddish perspective, you have to know that there's a big brocha. Victor Miller, used to say that you work on your marriage and you'll dance with your dance at your grandchildren's chasana. You on the one side, your wife on the other side. And let me tell you, there is a simcha and joy over there you can't imagine. You know, just recently seeing a bar mitzvah with grandparents at the bar mitzvah who see who had their kids married, they married. The joy there is indescribable. And when I speak to older people in their lives, they all tell me the same thing. The greatest treasure is their family. That's the greatest treasure there is. Nothing great. All the money, all the riches and everything, it doesn't cut it. That is a success. So when you look at your wife, take a minute back and say, HaKadosh Baruch thank you for this gift. Secondly, even when she starts and bugs you or does things to upset you, stop and say, okay, this is what I need. And lastly, think, where do I want to be in 20, 30 years' time? Do I want to be a family man, enjoying my family and all my, all my kinder and Or Do I want to be alone? Have a wonderful, beautiful.